I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Let's hang out. Hey everyone, welcome back to Les Hangout. And Ellie, I know I'm taking like some lyrical liberties with this one a little bit, but the podcast where I'm coming out, so you better get this party started. Aren't those the words? No, it's coming up, but I like it better that way. Oh, okay. Every gay, person, coming, every gay person, every gay person hears that in their out. head. So yeah, is that was just like a Freudian gay slip in my mind. I think it. I think it's for all of us. I know. Yeah. 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 I mean, really, the song would be better. Pink. Would Anyways, be better, but you know, um, t- if pink, if you need some notes, you know, hit us up. <laughs> Do you need edits on your? Should have been gay. That's all. Shit. <laughs> from the West Coast, I'm Lee Holmes Foster. And from the East Coast, I'm Ellie Brigida. To those of you who've been with us through this whole journey, thank you as always for listening. If you're a new listener, welcome. We're excited to have you here. Here's what's happening this week. This week in the Lesdom. This week in the Lesdom is a place where we can touch base each episode about things going on with the podcast or otherwise. Today is a very exciting day because we have a new Patreon bonus episode out. For blue is the warmest color, Uh, we had lots of thoughts, good, bad, ugly, 
and long. Um, so if you want to listen to that episode, you can join our Patreon at bit.ly slash lespatreon. It's a doozy. We also want to remind you that we have our next trip coming up in May. So some of you saw what a blast we had in Croatia. We cannot wait to do it again. And again, if Croatia was like a little too busy, a little too active, a little too much like running around different cities in Croatia for you, don't worry. Costa Rica is probably more your vibe. It's going to be a little lower key, a little more retreat style, a little more hot springs, a little more spa day. We are so pumped to be in Costa Rica from May 1st to May 6th, 2024. If you are interested in joining, we still have eight spots at the discount left. There are discounted prices for the first uh, first 10 people to sign up. So you can still snag those spots at bit.ly slash let's do Costa Rica. In the greater Les universe, Our Flag Means Death season two is out right now. I was obsessed with season one. I have not gotten to watch season two yet, but I'm definitely going to. It's high on my list. If you all love season one, it's time. Season two, I've heard it's gayer than ever, and it was quite gay. Yeah, I'm super excited. Everything looks everything looks dramatic, and I'm here for it. Also, speaking of some shows, you know, uh, coming back around, I know, so listen, Ellie, I don't know if you are, have done better than I have. I have not yet watched The Morning Show, but you don't have to watch it to know that this week the internet exploded with the fact that Laura and Bradley finally got back together. So this is this is the, the couple of the characters played by Juliana Margulies and uh, Reese Witherspoon. And I feel like the, the internet lost their minds over this kiss and I think probably because I hear that they filmed the specific scene where they kiss in front of a green screen so they like filmed some of the rest of the scene on set like on an actual like you know street to get sort of you know like they could get wide shots and they could do whatever but then the kiss itself like clearly switches to being filmed in front of a green screen so there were no spoilers so this did not leak people weren't sure if it was going to happen or not But if you are like a big Laura and Bradley shipper, we're happy for you. We're sending you all our love. We love this. Love this for you. Honestly, I love Reese Witherspoon so much. I feel like I probably should just do it. You should do it. I should just dive dive into that shit. I love her. Also in the Greater Lies universe, Real Housewives of New York went to Henrietta Hudson. I know that uh, some of our good friends, Carolyn Bergier from Diking Out was there, which I am so jealous of that. But also happy that, you know, Henrietta Hudson is getting some uh, some recognition that it deserves. Yeah, we also we had to see um, Lisa, their owner, on the show a while ago. So if anyone wants to take a look back to that episode, we had some we had a really cool conversation with her. She's the shit. Lots of gay things colliding on that Real Housewives of New York episode. So that's what's happening this week. Back to you, Ellie and Lee. Thanks, Ellie and Lee. We are so excited to bring you our fifth episode of season seven, The Gay Card. And we are joined by a very special guest today, Madison Card. Welcome. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. We are very excited to have you here. For all of our listeners out there, Madison Card is a lesbian actor, stripper, singer, dancer, 
and contestant on Coming Out for Love, the first U.S. lesbian dating show. What a bio, multi-hyphenate. <laughs> I know, triple we threat, love, triple threat, yeah, quintuple threat. How many did we get? However many threats we can, we can get. The most, the most threatening, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I definitely get that energy. We're very threatened right now. <laughs> Is she the villain on the show? We don't know. But don't know. <laughs> um, no, for sure. No, for sure. No. Didn't you get voted fan favorite? Was that a thing? I did. I did get voted fan favorite. It was yes. between Sunny and I for a while there, but I uh, snuck in in the back end. So <laughs> nice. nice. Came out on top. <laughs> Amazing. Well, why don't we talk a little bit? I mean, we want to talk about coming out for love, but why don't we just talk a little bit about you and what you do? Like we're saying, you are a multi-hyphenate. So like, how did you get into acting? It seems like you've been performing for a really long time. Yeah. I mean, I've pretty much been for, like performing my whole life. I did ballet as a kid. I was in the musical theater zone for a long time, went to college for ballet, ended up modeling for a while in LA kind of as a stepping stone to get into acting. And then I ended up staying on that stepping stone for like way too long. Um, But now I'm much more focused on acting in movies when I can. And then obviously on this uh, reality TV show that I did two years ago now, which is crazy. That is why. Yeah, that is wild. Um, Tell us a little bit like, because for anyone who's seen the show, they're seeing you two years ago. What has happened in your life <laughs> since then? Oh my God, so much has happened. Uh, well, I got married for starters. Uh, Very congrats. exciting. <laughs> spoiler alert, major spoiler alert. Not to anybody on the show. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's been like the main big change in my life. And then we are moving for a super top secret project here pretty soon. So right now we're just packing up our whole life in the States and leaving for a little while, which is really exciting and super romantic that I get to bring them with me. So life's been really great since the show. It's weird to see like the hair and and the vibe from a while ago. Yeah, no kidding. I'm like putting a pin in the so many questions that I'm going to have about like going back and watching a a reality dating show from the perspective of marriage. But we'll, we'll, let's, we'll get to that. Okay. To, To start with, can can we talk a little bit about because I mean again like this all the show was a while ago can can you give us like a quick run through of like how how did you end up on the show like how did that all sort of come to be you know come to fruition well I guess like really what happened is like I was in LA pandemic hit ended up booking a movie in Denver stayed for a little while met this girl that like stole my heart that I didn't think I would get to be with, ended up applying for like a reality show and then coming back and getting the girl that was like there the whole time. Oh, I kind of love that. What a beautiful gay love story. We love that. (laughs) So you were like, oh, this is my person, but it's not meant to be. Might as well go date all these. Well, you're only supposed technically supposed to date one person, but date all these people. But but we all know what happens. The first time I applied for the show, I hadn't met them yet. So like I got turned down in the first round of like auditions or whatever. And then two days before we started filming in Palm Springs, somebody dropped out and they called me and I had already met them, but I still went because we weren't official yet. And I was an idiot. And then is when I got home, I was like, please be my girlfriend. Like, and now we're married. And yeah, that's incredible. (laughs) Life, man. Life is wild. 
Oh, yeah. If I didn't make such like incredible friendships on the show, I would probably regret going super hard. Because of your wife, you'd regret it or you'd regret it for other reasons? Both. I mean, I should have asked them out like the second I met them, but I was like all nervous and they were all nervous. We were like little middle schoolers who were like, oh, my God, our pinkies touched like, oh, my heart. (laughs) That's that's how that's how we roll, man. That's how the gays roll. Okay. we did not handle that with the most grace. But then I was like, fuck it. We're doing this right now. please." And then you hauled super hard. (laughs) Do you feel like the show pushed you to do that? Are you like, yeah, I learned exactly what I don't want in a partner. Which is a valuable lesson, not the one I was expecting to learn on a reality TV show, but here we go. <laughs> I mean, have you watched a reality dating show, though? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I do feel like that is the lesson most people find, yeah. I had a hope that the queer version would be a little different, you know? Did is- Okay, that's actually a good, but that's a good question. Did you feel like there were some parts of it that were different or no? None of them. No, it's like, no, no, no. It's the exact version of reality TV you would expect when you get pushed to your limits and then you're crying and people think you're crying over the situation and you're really crying because you're like hungry and tired and have been fed liquor in 117 degree heat in Palm Springs for like three days straight. Like that's the part Yeah. that people don't see, right? Rough. Oh yeah, just being on camera the whole time is crazy too because you don't get a break. You get to like take a nap and be away you know you're on camera the whole time yeah is that was that the first time you've done like a reality show yeah so I had been acting for like 10 years prior to that but no reality tv like I've hosted some shows for fail army and I've done movies and music videos and short films and commercials all that kind of jazz but never reality tv where the cameras are on you the whole time like no privacy to get ready or like do your like pre-ritual whatever it is you know so I would probably not recommend doing reality TV to anybody. <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest, like it's it's such a funny thing because I I'm not like a huge reality person. You know, like I don't I don't watch a ton of reality TV. I feel like my wife and I always say it's like every every 6 months or something you kind of get sucked into a a show, you know, and then you're like you like binge that and then we're like, okay, that I'm good for a bit. Like I can't, I don't need more of like a reality show for a little while, you know? But I also feel like that's because when I watch them, I'm like, this looks like my nightmare. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm like, I I want them out there, but also I, oh, I hate everything. <laughs> I hate everything that's <laughs> happening right now. This looks like the worst situation I could I could personally uh, imagine being in. So I'm always a little torn about that, you know? So addicting. It's trash TV, but, and yet we all watch it, you know? It's very binge-worthy. We do. Well, and it's so funny, especially now where it's like, you know, I mean, we all, we all saw, um, like, I think they just announced their casting for another season of, like, Queer Ultimatum, you know? And we're like, we're like, oh, God, like, how is, how did any of us, like, come on, gays, we all watched that first season. Like, who is going on being like, you know what I'd like to do is torpedo my relationship. And we're like, but I know there are people who are going to do it, and I know I'm going to watch it and, and, like, binge the shit out of that show. So, like, am I any better? (laughs) No, you're not. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Ellie. (laughs) You're welcome. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I don't know if I would ever want to go on that type of a reality show either. Like the ultimatum is like super fucked up. So toxic. 
it's oh god it's, it's so it's bad. I mean, we've talked about it it's like ruining your personal relationships for clout like are you really like that desperate to be famous that that's how you're gonna do it like i'm sorry i really don't respect that show i'm like it's so mean it's so mean it is horrible i mean we've like sort of therapy started- bills alone after the fact like it's not financially smart that's like girl math like don't go on ultimate <laughs> <laughs> girl math is finding an in-network therapist uh after being on queer queer ultimatum yeah yeah like i it's also it's funny to me though because when i saw that the straight ultimatum existed as a show before queer ultimatum came out i was like this is the most fucked up shit i would never watch it and then the queer version came out and i was like but <laughs> i can i have to see it but I still think the concept is so fucked up. But because it was queer, I was like, I need to watch it. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. They really hooked us. It's a business at the end of the day, right? Yeah. yeah. So rough. So rough. It does make me. It does make me sad to know that like it didn't feel any like different because I feel like parts of watching coming out for love. One of the things that I really was noticing is like there was so much processing and like like so much processing. And part of it was like, okay, it seems like people like the producers are like sort of trying to care about you. But like I do think that the show is really pushing diversity in different stories, which I think is wonderful. I do also think that, like we said, it's a reality TV show. So, like, maybe there could have been, like, a little more stupid drama and less, like, very serious topics drama. Like, I do think that that's important to talk about within the queer community. But I also think it needs to be, like, entertaining and fun. So it was interesting because none of us assumed it was going to go there. And then we were all of a sudden there. And I was like, oh, fuck, this is, like, super real. Like, I can't be, like, a stupid TV personality when, because I'm an actor at heart, you know, like, I understood the assignment of why we were there to entertain and then it got really serious with talks of like racism and homophobia and ableism and things like that. And I was just like, ooh, that's where the queer version is a little different, which is great. But did they teeter the right line? I don't know. You know what I mean? I think there are different opinions about that. It's so funny, too, because I feel like especially in in queer spaces, that it's an impossible line, right? Like it's an impossible line to walk because I feel like we all like, OK, so we all watched queer ultimatum right we've all watched a, a bunch of other reality shows and and like you watch a show like queer ultimatum which like you like you were saying ellie like you watch the straight version you knew what you were signing up for going in but then you watch the queer version and you're like wow i can't believe you dropped so many balls like i can't believe you didn't tackle the domestic violence issues that were going on on your show i can't believe you didn't like bring up some of the the more obvious like gender presentations and expression things that were like going on and didn't even put like pronoun cards up like just really simple stuff that you're like wow like how are you doing this as a show for queer people and you think that that that's going to be okay but then but then on the flip side you know it's like okay so you actually tried to like tackle the real issues and get in on like the heavy stuff and then we're like but, but did like, you need to or like could you just have had stupid dumb shit for <laughs> for every episode <laughs> it's like it feels like there's no like what is the right balance you know like how do you handle all of that and while making just a, a fluffy reality TV show. And I don't know the answer. I think the difference is doing research on your contestants before you cast them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was gigantic. That was a gigantic misstep. A huge misstep. And like genuinely from my perspective and my understanding, they did not know that Amber and Lundy had this whole situation. They didn't even know who Lundy was. And I'm like, how did you not know she was one of the like 
top lesbians on TikTok, which granted, I had no fucking idea who she was because she's like 23 <laughs> and I'm not interested in dating someone with that right. lobe, like gross. Like I didn't even know at the time. That's we'll get into that. But for the production team to not know who they were casting, like mm, major mistake. Right. Yeah. But it's a quick Google. It's a little, little, little tippy tap. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't yeah. Understand how that got missed. That was, that's not like something that's buried in the e- in like the ether that's like a literal look up the first the thing name. i did when i got my phone back was google that shit and i was like how did this happen it was yeah. very very easy to fact check yes it was so we yeah. just we just need to like fact check you know that's it that that was a lot that was a lot well and it just i feel like the the thing that was the thing that was hard about it, I think, is it just it took over so much of the the early episodes of the show, you know. And it's like again, I mean, it. I see, I see the sides of like wanting to do justice to the the tough conversations that were happening, but it, yeah, I mean, I think as as viewers, it certainly is like not the standard. You know, this was not MTV reality fair that we're all used to that that we've all grown up with for decades. You know, it, it was a different different kind of vibe. Yeah, it was like sixty <laughs> minutes, and we need like MTV. Yeah, it was. I don't know. I have a lot of opinions on that. I just wish some of the other girls would have done some crazier shit so we could have gotten, you know, like a little more traditional reality TV. Like it's fun. Like it's where were more people hooking up in secret. Yeah. Give us that. Well, also a queer show. Why is there one lead love we're all fighting for? Like we're all women and non-binary folks. Like we're not going to fight each other. Like you need a fucking situation where we don't know there's a lead love and you let us all canoodle and then you bring them in later. Can you imagine the drama? That that's would have been real, that's like the queer version madness. of what's it called? Too hot to handle, right? Where you're like, you guys can sleep with each other, and you're like, no, you can't. I think we could do one where you're already sleeping together, but then there's one person that you're supposed to fight for, but you're already paired up. Yes, yes. it's also yes. we're too respectful. Like it doesn't work <laughs> like The Bachelor because none of those women are at least openly attracted to each other, right? They're all fighting for a dude. It's so much different. <laughs> The openly quotes I love the openly doing a lot of lifting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I was single and crazy, I would go on The Bachelor just for the other contestants. That's like being in a room full of 30 women. Like, there you go. Yes. I wouldn't even have to fight for the lead. You know what I mean? But that's just like a lesbian brain of being like in a house with that many women. Well, being in a house with that many women, you didn't feel like it was the same vibe because like people were being too respectful. I don't, I, oh, how do I say this? Because I really love all the women and they're so fun. I don't really find myself sexually attracted to that many people mm. in the house. Like, I, maybe that's just me, but I know the other girls felt that way too. Like, they're all wonderful, incredible people, but none of us are really attracted to each other. Like, maybe a couple, but I think they could have casted a little bit better. Just having some of us look so similar, like when they were doing the trio thing with Low, Lotus, and Sunny mm-hmm. and Amber. I'm did you think that that's like how queer people date? Because in my perspective, it hasn't been that I've seen. But yeah, I don't know, man. None of them were really 100% my type, I guess. Not it enough. Is, you think not enough different types in the, like everyone felt like similar types. Not compatible types yeah. is what I think. And the age range was weird too. We had like 22 to like 45. I'm like, could we do either 25 and below people without frontal lobes or 25 and above <laughs> frontal lobes because it just felt weird to me and maybe yeah. that's just me i love that differentiation 
I was so confused when I found out how old everybody was. I was like, this is this is weird. Yeah, I I do think it's it's interesting to me, like. I thought this again, I am not somebody who has watched a ton. Like when I watch reality shows, I've not historically been huge into like dating shows. And I feel like a big part of it is like, A, I don't want to watch straight people date. Like <laughs> well, it, that's yeah, in just in general, even in real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't right. do it. It's it's not it's not riveting riveting uh tv for me but also because i it's think part of the depressing. part of the problem and like maybe this is why i know i know that there are lesbians who are like super into the bachelor and like good for them happy for them to have that but when i watch a show like the bachelor i always have a hard time like a getting past the thing of just being like really like all of you are fighting over this one forgettable man like I don't that see looks it. the same every single yes. season. Every season, like the white bread man. And I'm just like, but also because it's always fascinating to me that you get all of these different women. And I'm like, are you all actually into this dude? Like this, there's this no guy? Way. Yeah, there's, there's no, no way. way. There's yeah. no way. But I feel like, but I feel like there's a weird like heterosexual phenomenon that allows them to buy into that <laughs> fantasy, right? <laughs> like there's a weird thing where it's just like the same way that people have a hard time understanding sometimes. Like I think bisexual people run into this a lot, right? Where they're just like, so I don't get it. You're just attracted to everyone all the time. And I'm like, I'm not sure you understand how attraction works if that's what you think. Like, yeah. Right, and so, but I feel like that's because like you that's just the fuck way everything and everyone. Right, yeah, yeah. All, everything <laughs> around me. I just want to have sex with it all the time. But I feel like it's because that's this like weird straight thing that they're like, oh, sure, you have put a man in front of any women, and therefore they will all want him. And I'm like, I, that's not how dating works like and I think that's what you just explained I feel like is why it's harder for queer viewers to watch a show where you're like yeah there just wasn't always sparks and we're like right because people are different and we all have different attractions and different types and like different and it's not like you can manufacture attraction in the way that I think straight people are willing to sort of just just pretend because they're <laughs> used to pretend. pretending all the time. Right, because they're like, you have you have a penis and they have vaginas and therefore it's meant to be. <laughs> and you're like, it's actually a lot more complicated than that. And really, when you get down to it. But I, I don't know, like, is that just me? I just feel like when you watch straight dating shows, like, that's not, it doesn't ever really feel like it gets brought up. Like, yeah, no, the math is not mathing with that at all. Like, I don't understand it. It's like, clearly made by a man who has an ego right who's like any hole is my hole so he's like because i picked this man so all of these women will want him because i decide yeah. like yeah 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 because they are available to be penetrated and that's all it takes but i just i feel like when you watch like watching some of the the episodes of coming out for love i feel like there was a little bit more discussion and awareness of like even so like when you were eliminated from the show right like having a discussion of saying like hey we're like in a great platonic space but that deeper connection isn't there and like that's a concept that comes up a couple times throughout the show of being like hey we're like hitting it off and vibing and like having a great time together but not in a deep romantic like vibing in that way sense 
was right? a problem for a reality TV show. Yes. Like, we weren't all, none of us were compatible. But I also feel like it's realistic, right? Like that's a realistic thing that you never see in straight dating shows. Like I feel like when The Bachelor doesn't give a rose to a woman, it's always like, I can't believe he didn't pick me. And there's never a moment of being like, yeah, actually, like he I, and I were not I hated him too. <laughs> I was not into this dude. Like, you know, I got eliminated. I was like, I genuinely want to go home. This is not fun anymore. Like it was supposed to be fun. We were being so serious. I was like, Ugh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just I feel like that I did like the part of it where it felt like there was a little bit more acknowledgement of the fact that like dating is not just putting people with similar attractions in a room together. <laughs> It's like you can't just put a bunch of lesbians in a room and everybody... They all want to date each other. Right, yeah. wants to fuck everyone else there, which is like, yeah, actually, like, many of us are in rooms with queer people all the time and we don't all immediately bang. <laughs> like, Preferably all don't. the time and only queer spaces. Like, <laughs> yeah. If I could just be around queer people, that would be oh, phenomenal. God. Listen, That's, we just we just dream. did a trip to Croatia with, like, a small caravan of gays, like, trooping around the country, and it was just... It's... Like, yeah. every time you're just in, like, an all-queer space, it's just, it's so wonderful. And also, nobody hooked up with each other. Yeah. Which was See, both, Oh, my God, there you go. Both sad and not surprising. That's <laughs> like when people find out you're a lesbian, and they're like, oh, my God, I have this one lesbian friend that you should date. And I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck she looks like, dude. Right. Like, how do you even... Or, like, right. if she chews weird or, I don't know, we don't have the same size shoe. Like, my wife and I, which is, like, the best lesbian privilege that's ever existed on planet Earth. Like, wait, that's... I have that. Do you have that, Lee? I, Ellie, you've met me and Kelsey. Do we have the same size shoes? You could. I am a tiny, like, pocket-sized human. Your partner's name is Kelsey? Yes. My partner's name is Kelsey. Aw, yay! <laughs> so is so my therapist. Day. It gets weird sometimes. <laughs> yeah, my wife and I always joke that it's like we lose all the lesbian benefits because the only thing we can share is socks. Like, we, none of our clothes, like, we A, have very different, like, style vibes, but also, like, I'm child size and she's, like, a normal person size, like, human, like, an, Lee, like an adult size woman and I am not. <laughs> I'm, like, six inches taller than Janna and we still have the same shoe size you but have that's very small have feet for your height feet. you have weird <laughs> small feet you do I have very small feet for my body which is why I think I'm clumsy <laughs> I was just about to ask how your like stability is it's not good <laughs> It's not good. Good, but that's another podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I didn't expect to get into this today. But oh my God, I love it. It's really not good. That's why. The hand-eye coordination also sometimes lacking. It probably is a combination of things, Ellie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. These limbs are too I just, large. I just watched my... the you playing golf uh, Insta stories. We all know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The hand-eye coordination is not there. Not there. But, oh, I probably borrowed Jana's golf shoes for that. But let's. <laughs> That's fantastic. See, lesbian benefits. It's a thing. It is. There's, it is you know, a real there's thing. There's a few. There's a few. I don't know how to get back to where we even were, but. <laughs> we're talking about dating. This is all about dating. Yes. Right? And, and yet here we are. Oh, one of the things I wanted to talk about, because this is such like the fact that this played out as a trope on the show, like cracked me the fuck up best friends really the, the best friends to lovers pipeline is the trip you're talking about yes bruh yes 
Can we talk about the fact that she didn't choose anybody? She chose herself, but then now they've been dating on and off since the show. I'm like, what was that? Was that just like a middle finger to production for some reason that is unknown? Or like, you have a contractual obligation to pick somebody, just pick somebody. She was, we all knew she was going to win. We were like, oh, you already know each other. Cool beans. None of us like each other. Like, we're going to have fun. (laughs) (laughs) Like, we didn't all know that from the exact moment Amber came out. Also, just like how, first of all, just everything, I don't know, everything about the fact that they were like, we had no clue who these contestants were, but like also you, there's no way you could have missed that. There's no way. It's like they didn't do research at all sometimes. <laughs> but I mean, I hope Sterling and Amber are doing well because like they probably would be really great for each other. They've known each other for a long time. It wasn't like a U-Haul situation, you know, something that's more stable and like they have similar friend groups and things like that, you know, stuff that you can't just grow on a reality show in a couple days they already had that built in so I I mean I don't know the tea on if they're together or not to be quite honest with you I have absolutely no idea I know they've been on and off since but that's like from hearing what people are saying like yeah I'm curious just because this brought up this question in my head and now I'm curious how did you and your wife meet Uh, (laughs) we met at a local gay bar through mutual friends that had been trying to set us up for like months but we kept missing each other like Every time, like, I would have to work and they would be out or, like, there was this one night that I dropped my friends off at the same bar they were at and then went to work. And then we finally met, like, because they saw me singing Spice Girls for karaoke, like, pretty blacked out at said gay bar. And it was on my friend's snap story. And they were like, who's that girl? Which is ridiculous because I I was acting a fool like I do when I do karaoke. And then when we finally met, it was like we literally talked every single day, all day. But both of us were like coming out of old relationships ish, like they had already closed, but that weird time. And then I went on the show and then I came home and was like, please be my girlfriend now and forever. If you'd like to be my wife instead, that would be fantastic. So cute. I love it. I just I because two months later, (laughs) Uh, two months. Incredible. Incredible. (laughs) The gayest thing we've ever heard, honestly, right there. Yeah. And then we got married like. Uh, a year ago in June. So we moved really fast. <laughs> Congrats. What day in June? It happens. The 28th. Okay. Mine's the 20th. I just, I, I wanted to be like, oh my God, do we have the same anniversary and we're both married to a Kelsey? It would be too funny. We're so close. So close. Uh, is your Kelsey a Libra also? She is not. Uh, she is a Scorpio, which people have a lot of feelings about. I love Scorpio. <laughs> I've only ever dated Libras and Scorpios, literally ever, except for one rogue Leo, and she was not. Not right. I'm curious because, listen, I am like, I'm so not an astrology gay, but I feel like there was a a lot of it on the show. And I'm curious because, uh, you know, Ellie and I mentioned we just went on on a trip with a bunch of gays. Like, obviously, there was a lot. There were like some heated astrology and, discussions. And one of those heated astrology discussions was between me and another person. So that was amazing. <laughs> Wait, what's your sign? Uh, yes, Ellie no, and I are okay, both don't. Pisces. Um, yeah, we're both Pisces. Okay, word. Guess what sign I was fighting with? <sighs> was it a Virgo? No. It wasn't? Mm-hmm. It's always a Virgo and Amber's a Virgo. I'm <laughs> <not> a Virgo. <laughs> fucking hate him <laughs> no it was a fire sign fire sign oh a fire sign oh no i hope it wasn't an aries because that's me not it was aries. probably a sad sad <laughs> it was a sad you so know. okay well, you essentially know. you knew wait 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 I, we got there right <laughs> we got you I'm, I'm just curious like as 
as someone who as someone who is not an astrology gay, but I'm I'm not unaware of the astrology gay you ubiquitousness in the community. I'm just mm-hmm. curious, like, was there more even than we saw on the show of like the the astrological, astrological discussions fans. and clashing and breakdowns and like how much of that was going on? <laughs> a lot and honestly like I probably can't say this but I'm gonna say it anyway there's a lot more of that on the reunion too which is yet to come out yet like we super dive into astrology about it incredible you can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything you might shop while working eating or even listening to this podcast and however you shop we all know and love the thrill of the hunt but do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals because Rakuten shoppers do With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. We all really did share that in common, which kind of just goes to show they casted gays that would be really good friends, which is wonderful for us long term. But as far as like a show, expected more of the ladies to be banging each other. Like, were they not running charts before the casting? Like, wild. Yeah. (laughs) I think our astrology signs, like our big three should be included with like our our model stats, you know, to be like their color, weight, fucking astrology signs. (laughs) I just, it's so funny because it's like, okay, so here's here's what I'll say. Like, I don't like coffee. Like, I don't drink coffee. I just don't like the taste of it. I love the smell of coffee. I know, I know. Listen, I'm like, I'm a bad gay in so many ways. I, I just, but I like the smell of coffee, right? And so I'm like, I can be around people who love coffee. And I'm like, this is a pleasant experience for me. That's like how I feel about astrology gaze. I'm like, I'm not into it. I don't go here. This is not my thing. But like, there, I just find all of it so like. So comical. It's like, so it's fun so and comical fun. and like amusing and engaging. And like, because it does. And I'm like, it's so fun because I don't have any strong opinions one way or the other about any of it. And so I'm just like, it's I like fantasy this. football. For yes. 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 It's that's what it is. And it's great. You're drafting your team. You're like, can we be friends? Because yeah, yeah. give me your co-star so I can know if I can spend more time with you or if like we should just Ellie cut it made now. me download like, co-star like just to run our compatibility. And guess what we found out, Lee? We are perfectly compatible in every way except sexual. So it works perfectly for us. 
we exactly. are platonically so was it right made was to be. It right. It was right. <laughs> we do get along and then it goes wrong, exceedingly like, well, well, Ellie. I can explain this in this way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, all lesbians don't like bang each other all the time. I know. No, and it's so it's so funny though because it's like people do like. I mean, Ellie and I have been friends for like a long time. These like right now, you know, and it's like people will see like. Um, I remember we had posted a photo of we did a show in in New York together of like a, a musical that a uh, podcast that we produced a couple years ago, and we sing a duet in it together. We're, we sing like a best friends duet, and there's this photo where it's like we're both kind of we're both looking at each other with these like little little eyes, whatever. And I just remember Kelsey telling me she's like, "Oh my god," she's like, "Funniest story is like someone like one of her friends had like." seen the photo that I posted and I posted it with a whole post being like oh my god Ellie like what an amazing friend person like actress singer (laughs) like just like what an amazing human love her so much like can't can't over express like how life-changing it has been to have Ellie in my life and they were like wow like anything you should be worried about like to my wife and she was like (laughs) no She's oh like, God. what a funny, she's like, what a hilarious question to even ask. Like, what, why? Just because they're like gay and friends? Like, I don't. Weird. I can't exist. It's impossible. Impossible. Yeah. Impossible. It's like such a straight way of viewing being gay. And it is. It is sometimes. See, like you're attracted to people. It's literally the same thing. It's just like different gender. Like, it's not that complicated. But also it's like when Harry met Sally, like they can't be friends with each yes. other. God, impossible. You can't do it. it. Can. Like it really it gives me a yeah. chuckle. <laughs> Which I know, sorry, we're like we're veering in like all sorts I'm of loving directions. It, but like but do you ever feel do you ever feel like sometimes like I, maybe this is just an experience I have a lot because I do actually um, especially now like we have kids like we we have a social group that comprises like a lot of straight couples these days and <laughs> I know, I know. (laughs) It's and I'll tell you what, it's fascinating. It's fascinating. It is. Oh man, what good people watching that would be. It really is. But like one thing that I notice sometimes is like sometimes I feel like straight guys like really enjoy getting to hang out with us as women, where it doesn't feel like there's anything at stake for them or like any of that weirdness you know because it's like sometimes I do feel like we deprive men and women of the ability to just sort of like be really good platonic friends and like hang out you know that would be so good for men specifically who don't have those like deep connected relationships that women and non-binary folks tend to have more of like that would be like a healing thing in the heterosexual community that they could like maybe focus on you know because sometimes yeah. I feel like I have noticed over over a lot of like our life, like when you hang out with straight guys, that like sometimes I feel like they really love having like a woman that they can be like, I can talk to you about emotions. And like, that's not always a thing that they get to do with like their guy friends, you know? And they're like, and it's not weird if I do it with you because no one's going to think that there's like anything weird going on, you know? And you're just like, oh, men, are you okay? <laughs> Yeah, I feel like there's like two categories of men when it comes to lesbians, either it's the ones who want to bro up with you and like talk about their feelings and like both loving to bang women and not each other, right? And then yeah. there's the ones who are like, 
but you haven't had me though, baby. Like, let's see if you're gay after you get this guy. And I'm like, I'm not a challenge. Bro. No, like, no, no. And like, I'm to be fair, like when we, I do meet the guys who want that connection, like, yeah, we, we don't have any friends that are in the second group, which I mean, Jesus. <laughs> Woof. But like, no, I mean, to be fair though, in, in the space of just like the, I've told Kelsey this before that like, it's something that I think is so fascinating to me. Even guys, like even there's lots of guys that I love and like straight men that we are friends with that I'm like, you're great people. Like, but sometimes it's like, I'll go to a birthday party for, and I think this like ties back to the conversation we were having before about like straight yeah, dating like, shows. Where, where sometimes I'm tying it back. I'm tying it back for us, Ellie. Just give me a minute. <laughs> right, I have a, you. I have a plan. I'm on a track. Okay. So sometimes there's an experience that I have when I'm in, very straight spaces where it's like you'll just be at like a kid's birthday party you know and you'll like look at like uh, or at like at the park whatever and you just look at like a straight relationship and you look at like the the woman in that relationship and then you look at like the man in that relationship and i'm just like really that man is what you chose that's what does it for you like it's fascinating and like some of that i know is just like tell you you're beautiful because i will i'm I'm (laughs) deeply gay and like sometimes i just don't understand the attraction to men in a general sense that's such a lesbian thing to it is that's just such a lesbian thing where you're just like that man is not even half as attractive as me but I like think that's just, why I can't watch yeah. straight dating shows sometimes yeah. because I'm just like, really, like 30 women, you're all fighting over that dude, like that guy? Let me come challenge. Him. I'll get 25 of the 30. Like, boom, nailed it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I don't even look at it that way. Actually, I don't think I be, would. I would pay to see that reality show. That where, would be hilarious, actually. This guy thinks that he can have all these women. But then a super hot lesbian comes in. And oh, my God. Then the women have to decide between the two actually was that te- was was that sort of how tila tequila was run no it was opposite it <laughs> no was- tila tequila was a fucking train wreck left to right like let's just- okay tila tequila had men and women contestants yes right okay okay yes yeah yeah see and that's more of what i was expecting was the hot train wreck of yeah like, let's of all yeah. let's all group make out in a hot tub yeah yeah it's a bummer that's to like get us to connect sexually versus like emotionally too because I think we kind of covered that you know what I mean like you can have certain competitions that are a little bit more geared to like that energy yeah you didn't think that the the lap dance was enough or was too like oh I was really really mad at production that day about the whole thing when uh Lundy got eliminated and so I was just sitting on the side like smoking a blunt with Shaba like all angry (laughs) And I, the stripper, refused to participate in the lap dance competition because I was like, I would embarrass the fuck out of you guys. I was like, this is not. <laughs> I was like, like everyone I work fair. with it's is phenomenal at shaking ass. Okay. Like, I am very, very blessed as a stripper. Like, the women I'm around 24 7, cream of the crop. And so I was just like, I'm not participating in this trash. I'm going to sit here and be mad and smoke weed. <laughs> Amazing. Um, question about your stripping are, are the people you work with? majority clear not clear like are you do you feel are you in queer spaces when you're stripping or it's like very we have a pretty big mix like the dancers i've come in contact with because i've worked in a couple different places 
Like I've met non-binary dancers, queer dancers, bi, lesbian, straight, the whole spectrum. Um, the club I work in isn't really designated as like a straight space or a queer space. I will say most of the time it's pretty heterosexual, which is a bummer, but I've performed in queer spaces too. And like, it is kind of comical for me because as a lesbian dancer, like my wires never get crossed at work when I'm performing on stage. Like it's such a job for me that I can compartmentalize because I have zero attraction to anybody there. So it's like a lot easier. Like some girls would be like, Ooh, they're cute. And I'm like, are they like, Genuine question, are they? Because I can't tell. Like, I have no idea. <laughs> it's just a blur. Just like a blank. Spot. Yeah, I'm like, that's irrelevant. It's really dark in here. I'm on like an elevated stage. Like, I'm just like focusing on like engaging my right <laughs> pinky toe so I don't fall <laughs> off. You know what I mean? Type of thing. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah, because we had, um, we like literally just had Ivy. What's her last name? I don't know. But she runs Les Vixens, which is like a lesbian, a queer, bur- burlesque. queer burlesque. But it was sort of cool talking to her about just, like, being in the burlesque space, but, like, only queer. Like, not really having to deal with men. I do both. But, I mean, if I stayed in it, it would be nice to do only queer. But that's, like, a really difficult financial decision to make because it's obvious it'll cut your profits, which sucks. But being in all queer spaces, business, pleasure, platonic, all of it is is the goal for me. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Agreed. Agreed. But yeah, just, yeah, it's the easiest space to be in, no matter, like, I mean, easy, and then also, it comes with its own challenges. Yeah, 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 it comes with its own challenges, but still would prefer, unless you're, uh, like Lee, and you're just observing the heterosexuals in their natural habitat. (laughs) In the wild. (laughs) I'm gonna film a documentary. Yeah, it does. It feels like a documentary type of perspective because you're like, wow, I would never even think that that would occur. Cool. <laughs> Noted for later, I guess. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. It's been it's been a wild ride, you know. What do you think is the best thing that you walked away from the experience? Like the the being on Coming Out for Love. Like, what do you think is the best thing you took from that? Um, definitely some of the friendships, keeping in touch with some of the girls. Not everybody, obviously. There's like, what, 16 of us. So that's not very realistic. But the friendships that I have cultivated from the show are really wonderful. And like, whether that be like trauma bonding <laughs> or genuinely connecting on, you know, similar interests, like we've kept in touch and it's been a really lovely, like safe, supportive space. So I will say I'm really grateful for that. And just like realizing what you already have and just having the balls to take it, you know? Yeah. Love it. All right. One more a silly question before we go into our Q&A because you talked about this earlier and I actually I saw a video of you from the reunion singing karaoke. What's your go-to karaoke song? What's your go-to? Like what's the song? Um the song is Redneck Woman Gretchen Wilson absolutely mm. like nice. Especially we were in Texas and we were at Sue Ellen's which was really cool and like getting to meet all the fans and kind of talk about the show, do meet and greet all that jazz but then afterwards we didn't really realize there was going to be karaoke downstairs. And I am a hoe for some karaoke, especially in a queer space. And like, I met this one like fabulous gay man who had the most ridiculous nails. And we were just like, (laughs) I like basically feel like a drag queen anyway, just because of what I do and like how I present and stuff. And so we were just going off. And then I was like singing with him and just, we really decided to celebrate all the hard work because I feel like a lot of times we don't take time to celebrate. And even though it wasn't exactly what everybody anticipated it to be, it was still something to be celebrated for like the community and like seeing the queer joy it brought to some of the people in Texas who like it's Texas. They need queer spaces, you know? 
Yes. So that was really cool. And I let loose a lot at karaoke. <laughs> Love it. Well, yeah, I'm also a for karaoke, which is why I was like, that's why I will ask. And yeah. And that's like essentially why I met my wife too. So there you go. You don't need reality TV. Just go do like queer karaoke and you'll find and you'll forever. Find there you go. <laughs> They're actually in Boston. There's a space called Queerioke. Every Thursday they have gay karaoke. And when I first. I'm booking my flight. Yeah. When I first moved back here, I went like every single week. Now I'm like, I'm tired and old. And I'm well, just like, I gig don't. Well, you a lot right now. Yeah. I'm like performing every weekend. So like it's on Thursday nights. So it's like to go sing at karaoke on Thursday and then sing on Friday, Saturday. A lot. But it was so, it's so fun to be in a space with just, that's just all queer people. And like the song selection's always better. Oh, 100%. Oh my God. Everyone was singing like songs that literally everybody knew because of course it's just like our queer like. Like they just know the assignment, right? It's just so much better with them when you go to straight karaoke and then someone's like singing this random deep cut that you're like, I we didn't need this. Like give, yeah, give me Whitney, give me Gaga, give me What's Up, give me Share. Like that's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Spice Girls, great choice classic you have to all right we're ready let's go to our q and gay q q and gay all right question number one have you ever fallen in love with your best friend a yes b no c not yet yes (laughs) very the the current relationship or in the past both (laughs) (laughs) incredible I feel like that. I feel like the insinuation of falling in love with your best friend is like you were best friends before you fell in love. Not like I fell in love with someone and now they're my best friend, right? Yeah, no, done both. <laughs> yeah, sounds right. Okay, question question two, Madison. What's your love language? Out of a physical touch, b words of affirmation, c quality time, or d acts of service? I want to say all of them, but probably physical touch. I want it all. I and I give it all too. But like I feel like giving it's like cooking. I love cooking for someone. That wasn't the question, but there's a fun little tip. <laughs> if you wanted to know. All right. Question number three. What is the gayest thing you've ever done? A fallen for a friend. B long distance relationship. C gone on a lesbian reality show. Or D you halt. So the fact that I've done every single one of them. <laughs> but which one of them is the gayest? Which one of, of them, them feels like the pretty most validating gay. as a lesbian? I'm like, dope. Yeah, you get you get a lot of punches on the card tonight. OK, yeah, yeah. On the, the, gay on the gay card. card. Is oh, strong. but um, psh, we crushed that. Okay. <laughs> Full circle. Oh, I feel like the reality show would have been the gayest, but it wasn't in reality. The gayest thing I've ever done. We're going to go with you, Holling. Good answer. Good answer. Question four, what is your ideal astrological match? Uh, And we just broke it down to A, water, B, fire, C, earth, or D, air. Shit. We can't just, I want to say it's Libra Scorpio cusps, but. You can do a write-in as the guest. That's okay. My write-in is Libra. Libra. We're perfectly balanced on like the astrological chart throughout the year. And we're both cardinal signs and super actually compatible because they're Scorpio cusp, so it works out great. Amazing. You know, a Libra no. in the streets and a Scorpio in the sheets is like the ideal. That's the answer. We'll have to write that on our on our Twitter, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Specifically. All right. 
Final question. Would you ever go on a reality dating show? A, yes, B, no, or C, never again? I'm married. If I wasn't married, <laughs> it was a different Yes, but all of our listeners might not be. It's okay. You would go on a different kind of reality show, though, if it was not a dating show. Yes. Yes, okay. not this one. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. If it was not, what's what's like the dream show for you to go on not dating show? Not dating show? Well, this is going to sound silly because it's not even on TV. I really want to be on Hot Ones. I want to eat those wings. Mm. That's like a big, like, I will know I've made it for my own validation when I get to do Hot Ones. You think, do you think you could do it? You could do the whole, the whole lineup? Uh, it probably wouldn't be pretty towards the end, but I love spicy food. I just got done making like a ridiculous amount of green chili. But then I wonder if I'm one of those people that's like overly confident and thinks they're going to be fine and then they're not. You can buy the sauces. You can practice at home. Yeah, you can test it out. Oh, but I feel like that's cheating. You know what I mean? Like I've already cried on it. Why not do it again? You got to have the experience live. Yeah, that's fair. I always that's, love that's, when you I see someone that. who like literally feels nothing and you're like, that's Dude, insane. Lord, Lord on that was wild. I think the most reaction Lord said on that whole show was just like, mm, good wing tasty wing and you're like what is happening like this man is crying across from her and she's like that's really good can i eat the whole thing mm, delicious and you're like Gordon ramsey was like railing pepto-bismol and like crying yeah yeah i want to know where i stand because i love spicy food but like honestly if i was going to do tv again like i would love to do something that's not reality and a show that has a long run of seasons because then i'm just employed for a long time and i don't have to think about it that's the dream get me like a spooky something, something crying. Sorry, did you say a long run of seasons in the streaming world that we live in these days? Never heard of it. Never heard of it. Never heard of her. Haven't met her yet. (laughs) Unfamiliar with the concept. Like a murder podcast is like my thing to like go to bed to. So I'm that type of a a lesbian. So I'd love to do like a crime drama. Nice. Rizzoli and Isles, but make it gay. (laughs) But make it gay. Yeah, I feel so seen right now. <laughs> I could see you in something witchy as well. I feel like you have a good witch vibe. Oh my god, yeah. yeah. I know, I'm re-watching Lucifer right now, and like the love affair between Eve and Mazepin is just like so fulfilling. I'm like, yep. Yeah, that would be good too. Yeah. You've got, you've got options. We have time. <laughs> I would like to be on a sitcom my, myself personally. I've been watching a lot of Will and Grace lately. Like, I love a silly comedy. That's that's my vibe. Yeah. All right. This has we I feel like this this was very emphasis on the hangout and I actually am sort of obsessed with that. Um <laughs> I mean, it's like a realistic like queer sensation right there. It's just hanging out and talking about stupid shit for forever. Exactly. Exactly. But uh, it's yeah, like my favorite thing to do though. It was wonderful. So thank you so much. This was awesome talking to you. Thanks for having me. Let our listeners know where can they find you, Madison, if they want to follow you on socials or or whatever. Where can they look you up? Yeah, so all my social media across the board is Madison Card, Madison with a T because my parents named me a really basic white girl name and then spelled it funny. So at Madison Card, literally everywhere. Um, Instagram is probably the most fun, but we dabble in other platforms too. So nice. Incredible. And you can't tell us about your secret new projects. Are there any projects that you can tell us about? I can't tell you, but I can tell you that it's a movie and that it's not in the U.S. And so I will be gone for a little while, which is really exciting. It's my first film where I get to travel overseas. So 
big things coming, but I'm in that weird NDA zone where I'm like, find out, catch me making stupid Instagram stories complaining about men. <laughs> You'll just have to follow Madison to know what it's about. To know the big secret. Mm-hmm. And obviously, if you want to watch Madison on Coming Out for Love, I think you can just go to comingoutforlove.com to find the whole season of that. Some extra bonuses of like other episodes of them filming us after dark with Shaba, which if you want even more tea, I would highly recommend those. (laughs) Madison, thank you so much. We had uh, a blast hanging out. (laughs) I had a blast too. Let me hear you say hip, 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 We love hearing from all of you and we love continuing to build this community. So we just like to shout out some of our favorite things every episode. And we want to start with uh, a shout out to where is your person on Instagram who reached out to thank us for all that we do for the community. And so listen, we just shucks. Shucks, y'all. And stop. It's too much. But also we love love to hear it. So thank you. It's just, you know. We really appreciate it. It's nice when people reach out. We love it. Also want to shout out to Daphne who reached out on Instagram. Uh, We posted a little clip of us talking about Jolene. And she said, the song Jolene is by pride and no one can convince me otherwise. So we're here for that interpretation. Also, um, this just sparked a memory for me. My aunt, Auntie Meg, the other day said, Hey, Auntie Meg. (laughs) Came up to me and she was like, I was dying laughing when Lee said, sit on my face on the podcast. (laughs) You're welcome. You're welcome, Auntie May. And I was like, oh, my God, I forget that my aunt can listen to to this. (laughs) So, Auntie Meg, if you're out there, I hope you're having a good laugh. Shout out to Auntie Meg. Shout out to Auntie Meg. But apparently you said Um, something about Jolene sitting on. Remember, it was Jolene sitting on Dolly's face. Yeah. I think I said the next verse should be, yeah. Sit on my sit face, on my face. Yeah, yeah. Accurate. I yeah. stand by it, honestly. So Auntie Meg was a big fan of that. She really, it really stuck <laughs> so with her. Glad. Yep, really stuck with her. <laughs> I love that. As always, we would like to thank our Lesbian Jesus patrons, Mark Foster. Lizette Stye. A.D. Benitez. Fiona W. And Sophia Phillips. And our King Princess patrons, Amy and Ellen. And Andrea Doucette. Thank you all so much to you and all of our patrons. We could not keep making this show without all of you. Remember, you can also find us on all the social medias, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok at Let's Hang Out Pod. You can email us at leshangoutpod at gmail.com. And you can check out our website at leshangoutpod.com. Whatever app you use for podcasts, make sure that you subscribe. That way you'll get new episodes as soon as they go up. We're also posting videos on our YouTube channel, so make sure you subscribe at youtube.com slash leshangoutpod to catch them. Let's Hang Out is an independently produced show. It's hosted by us. Our audio production is done by Ellie. Our production assistant is Krista Mearson. And Twitter shenanigans and various other social media shenanigans are done by me. If you want to support the podcast, you can leave us a rating and review on wherever you listen to your podcast. We love hearing what you have to say. If you want to join our Patreon, you get access to so many things. You get access to our Discord chat with our patrons. You get access to ad-free episodes, to our watch parties, all sorts of good stuff. You can find it at bit.ly slash lespatreon. If you want to get some Les Hangout merch, you can get that at bit.ly slash lesshop. It is coming back around to the holidays again. So if you want to get something nice for the gays in your life, get them a little homo for the holidays shirt. 
I have a little mug that says homo for the holidays and sometimes my grandfather uses it and it makes me laugh. Because he can't read that it says the little tiny O. <laughs> but yeah, if you want to get that, grab it. Uh, remember, we also have a queer production company. We're making queer podcast musicals with guaranteed happy endings. And you can find everywhere at, at dollarbeanprod. Or at our website, dollarbeanproductions.com. You can listen to all the episodes of our first show, The Flame, on any podcasting app. And if you want to help support us in making more musicals, you can join our Patreon at bit.ly slash dollarbeanpatreon. If you want to follow us individually, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at LSH Foster. And you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Ellie Brigida. With that, I'm Ellie. And I'm Lee. And, and let's, let's hang, hang out, out again, again soon. soon. Let's hang